What is good? 42.2 FM. It's Latoya Justice Shari, and I am so tired. So tired. It's it's Latoya Justice Shari, and I am so tired. Like, I really wanted to go in and say, you know, Penny, Rainbow, Johnson, blah, 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 and just get into the, to the dialogue of the name and just, just be in it. But I just don't feel like it. I'm tired. I'm tired. Like, I'm so tired. Like, I don't know who listens to my podcast. I feel like some of them may be my, my relatives. Some of them may be, you know, friends. Some of them may be people. A lot of them are people that I have never met before, but they're my family. Um, some of them are blood relatives. Some of them are people all over the world that I still call my podcast family. But I know that everyone can relate to this. Just being tired. Being tired from just working and just doing a bunch of stuff. My sinuses have been aching up for a minute. Just hardcore aching up. And I've come to the decision that working two jobs is not something I want to do anymore. I don't mind having hobbies. I don't mind doing my own business. But if I'm not being a substitute full-time where I can be flexible with my schedule or doing a, you know, something again for two or three months where I have flexibility, then I don't want to do it. I feel like, number one, being a substitute it's in the right location. <laughs> it's in the perfect location. It's in the perfect location. That's, that's neither here nor there. That's something I want to get into later. Being tired is something that a lot of people get the feeling of when you when you work. You just do. You might start off the first day, the first week, the first month, the first year, the first three years. Pepped. Good. On it. But you'll know, you'll know when you're ready to just let it go. You'll know. Everybody knows. Like, when you're ready to just be like, baby, this is not for me. I can't even do this no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? But always knowing that you have a backup plan is very important to 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 the perfect goodbye, as I say. I love my job at the Boys and Girls Club. I do. I love the kids. Oh, my God, do I love the kids. But I feel like it's been long overdue that I am tired and I'm finally admitting that I just can't deal with it no more. It has nothing to do, per se, with any particular staff member. It really has to do with working two jobs, having two kids. Having the podcast, having the blog, working on my book, and then how last year was for me. Constantly having to figure out what's going on with the apartment, then the kids having to do online school, and Francesca having issues because she has learning issues, and then stressing out when she went back to school. I felt like a failure as a mom. I really did. I was really, really depressed really depressed for a while like for the first three months I was going through a real depression if it wasn't for me going to the boys and girls club I don't think I would have been able to overcome that and I think a lot of people 
have that in their jobs. Or they start a job. Excuse me, I'm about to give you a little bit of water because I'm parched. I'm parched. I'm tired. I'm parched. so thirsty but um some people start a new job like some people it's kind of like a breakup it's like you're not really over someone until you're getting under someone new and I feel like ugh, that's gross but they kind of have that feel when it comes to getting a new job like you're not really successful at your breakup with your job I call it a breakup from your job until you find a new job and the best way to find a new job is when you have a job. I'm just being honest. Because it's kind of like when you're single. The best way to, you know, be with someone else is when you have someone else. It's like everybody wants you when you have someone else. Or when you're going through like a transition with your boyfriend. But it seems like when you're going through a real breakup and you're going insane. You can't find <laughs> the right person whatsoever. It's like... Trash, trash, swipe left, swipe right, <laughs> trash. <laughs> Just be like that. And I feel like it's like that when you're, when you have, like, when you're going through a transition with a job. For me, I'm just tired. Today was overwhelming. I think to, I think we're just going to talk about how my day was today and how it's been, you know, lately and how I've been feeling and just really catch up because I feel some type of way. I really do. Today was one of those days. So we're going to take a short bristle because I am super thirsty. And then we're just going to get into the rainbow. <laughs> All right, smooches. You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, Victorious Latoya Justice Sharee and your co-host King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. What is good? Point two point two FM. My beloved Rainbow Babes, it is Latoya Just Shari, and I'm super excited more than Campbell's to be at you with another episode of the .2.2 FM Walls Talking Podcast. Today, unfortunately, yet again, our co-host, <laughs> Mr. Nas, the creator, is not going to be in on this episode, but I will hope that you guys can make do with me because you talk to me quite a lot a lot sorry and you made a bond and we sometimes sip tea together and it just feels so intimate inside you know it just feels so deep we're good we're just we're vibing <laughs> i sure hope we have been vibing because i really really need to talk i need to chat my babies i do i need to chat so lately i've been having the strangest feeling like jovency that I've been making a mistake when it comes to making my plans for the next 10 years. A part of me thought, yo, you know, like a little backstory for those of you who are just listening to the podcast for the first time. I started working at the Boys and Girls Club in March of this year, which 
for those of you listening to this to this in the future, it March of 2021, okay? And one of the reasons why I started working there is because it was more of a whim thing. It was more of something that I had been thinking about, but as a Capricorn, we plan for stuff, but sometimes for me, it's a plan, it's a thought, it's a process. However, there are times where it is a plan, it's a thought, it's a process, but it's still a whimsical thing. Sometimes I say stuff and I'm like, okay, but my mouth doesn't catch my brain. What I'm saying <laughs> so I don't know who <laughs> what I'm saying. So here's a little backstory. In March of 2021, which is this year, I was going to work on a substitute teaching gig because I had been on hiatus for a minute. I had been on hiatus because, number one, it's Coco 19, and Coco 19 is real. The COVID 19 is real. There, I've had plenty of people who I've known get gotten sick from it. Um, I fear for my life this thing coming to my family, like knocking on my door and saying, here we go. <laughs> Package for you. And it's the whole Coco 19. I've seen too many people who have died from it. You know, because they didn't want to wear the mask or because they have worn the mask, but they got the shot and then things got real. Um, everybody's body doesn't react the same. I'm not telling you to get nor to not get the shot, but I am telling you to be safe and make a decision based upon what you feel comfortable with. Just know that you're going to have to live with that decision for as long as you may live. Kind of like marriage. <laughs> Anywho. So, like I said, it was more of a, a whim feeling. Like, I asked one of the, uh, what they call here, parapros, what I what I call teacher's aides or second teacher, um, about, you know, a job at the Boys and Girls Club. Because I knew that she worked there. She told me about it last year. I wasn't sure if she was still there. But I knew she told me last year that she was working there. And I knew there were a few teachers that were working at the Boys and Girls Club and for the Parks and Rec I think and so I just kind of just asked the question like hey you know what's up with that job though <laughs> nah I really didn't say it because Miss Judy is old school if I would have came to her like that she would have been like this girl's a fool and fools cannot work where I work <laughs> but nah I asked her and I was like <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was tripping I'm tripping with no vacation, yo. <laughs> but I was like, um, you know, talking about it. And then Miss Judy, she talked to me about it. And she said, yeah, yeah, we need more people. And I'm talking about when I was talking to her, she was making that connection. She was texting. She was emailing, Skyping, throwing smoke signals. Like, she was putting it together. Like, I, I, I'm going to be real with you. She was killing it. Like, I ain't think she could kill it like this. I'm not saying I, I'm not sure his her capabilities. I know she is capable. She kills it. It's just I felt like she was the mighty Zeus with a thor of 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 information and jobs. Like she was killing it. I just didn't know. I didn't know we could do it like this. And so she hooked it up. A bunch of emails and messages later, they finally was like, "Hey, yeah, send, tell her to send me my, her email. Here's the information." So. I linked up with the boss. I really didn't link up. I mean, he sent me his message, his information. And then I just sent him, you know, I just was like, okay. And I was real dumbfounded because it's been a while. 
at that point, it had been a minute, like a true minute, since I had updated my resume. And I updated my des- resume, I said resume, resume based on what she told me the job was like based upon her position. Like, she was in a learning lab. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just get a job in the learning lab. That's what's up, because I'm already a substitute teacher. I can do that. So I didn't really understand that there were so many different classrooms and departments within the Boys and Girls Club because I've never been to a Boys and Girls Club. I've only ever been to, like, the firehouse in my local community, (laughs) which they had, like, a summer program. And it was like, we are all in the one room. We go outside at the park next door and we might play in the front of the firehouse but baby, there was literally never really a fire there. Like, I honestly wondered why we had a firehouse. I really did. Because it's like, how can we have this program at the firehouse and there's never a fire? Like, I thought there was going to be some type of stuff going on. We was going to have to leave the firehouse or something like that. Like, crap. <laughs> but we did you know, I don't know how, I don't remember, I just know it was at the firehouse, and I know I used to go over there a lot, and get a lot of Mr. Pib, like, just a bunch of Mr. Pib, like, I used to rob out, like, it was so, like, that community, Brownsville, New Jersey, where I lived, um, Browns, in, in Brownsville's Presidential Lakes, I wouldn't say it was a tight-knit community, but I, I say it was, like, we, everybody, Pretty much was just chill over there. There was some racism. It was a hint of racism. Just like if you get a coffee, there's a hint of cocoa. It's a hint of mocha. A hint of caramel in there. It was a hint. It was a hint of racism. Like it was in there. Like at first you ain't know. Then you took a sip and be like, oh, <laughs> that's some caramel. Did you put a little bit of mocha chocolate flakes in there? It was a hit of racism in there. <laughs> it took me getting older to find that out, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, yeah, it was like that. And so that was the only thing I knew at that time when it came to, you know, going to some program at school. But thankfully, Miss Judy hooked it up. Thankfully, I was able to, that weekend, had to really work hard with that resume to send it in for that Sunday. And then at first I was like, okay, you know, they're probably not even going to like my resume. Like it's been a minute. I don't even know. So then, you know, they looked over the resume. They said, that's what's up. Then they scheduled an interview. It took a minute because I was sweating bullets. I was like, I don't even know I'm going to get this job. You know, Miss Judy hooked it up, but that doesn't mean I could get it. So then finally I did my interview. And I'm talking about when I say your girl was tired because at first, I was freaking out about, I don't even know if I told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again anyway. So you just got to listen. Okay. <laughs> but I, I was freaking out because I was like, bro, like, I don't even have a car. My man is supposed to come, be able to pick me up. And he didn't come on time. And then I was like, okay, you know, he's not going to come on time. So I'm going to have to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> take a cab there when i tell you i called the cab like an hour and 20 minutes before thinking hey man i'll just get there early and i'll just sit there i'll look crazy but at least i'll be there on time so maybe they'll even schedule the interview early because they did give me a time period between two and four like they gave me that 
And I was like, okay, well, I'll just do that. What I say, it was an hour, 10 minutes later, they still weren't here. I was freaking out. So I was about to kiss the cab, but finally, the lady was like, well, I'm on her way. I'm on my way. So I'm thinking, because at first, you know, that weekend before, we was trying to look for the Boys and Girls Club. We couldn't find it nowhere. It was somewhere in the cut. Like, it was somewhere just way off. In the bright room, yonder. And cut. It was somewhere way off. Like, a, like I really couldn't figure it out. Me and my spouse couldn't figure it out. Like, I was freaking out. I was like, man, we've been sitting here for 20 years trying to find this place. This man has been going and living here since, his, like, his whole life. Like, he's lived here his whole life. Like, he doesn't even know where it is. So, what am I going to do? I'm freaking out, yo. Freaking out. Because I'm like, man... Like, Miss Judy to without her way. Sorry to say Miss Judy, but I had to put her name out there. She to without her way to, to hook it up. And I can't even find this place. So I had to text Miss Judy to ask her where it was. And I had to say, like, she was telling me, but I still didn't know where it was. Because I was like, okay. <laughs> it took her a minute to get back to me. You know, because it was the weekend. And she was just, you know, it's the freaking weekend. She was not trying to deal. And so, I kind of was like, dude, like, I can't find this place. What am I going to do? I'm going to take a short bristle because my sinuses are just, got be chipping. Take a short bristle. What is good? Point two point two FM Wall Stocking Podcast. It is your queen, Latoya, just a shari, And I am super excited for you guys to be back for the second part of the today's episode i love you my beloved beautiful rainbow babes and i hope that you guys are safe and i hope that you guys are loving this episode please don't forget to hit me up on 0.2.2 fm while talking podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and just let me know what's really good dm me or like or subscribe or follow wherever hit us up on youtube also follow subscribe to king Nas and his youtube as well all right back to part two so honestly like going through the motions of the interview freaked me out you know at this point it freaked me out the prospect of an interview but at this point i didn't have the interview we had just talked about you know me you know, sending off the resume, and it took me a minute. Like, it took me the whole, like, I delayed it Saturday, and he said, take your time, you can send it in, you know, da, 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 da. and I was like, I'm going to send it in by Monday. So, it took me some hours. It took me the whole day from the time I got up that Sunday to the time, you know, pretty much I took a nap that day, because I, you know, I took a nap late in the day. To really, you know, send it off. I'm sorry. I'm scratching. I'm itching. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm allergic to something that I'm wearing. And it's just doing the most to me. It's just, it's doing the most. <clears throat> but anyway, um, I was having a whole bunch of reactions. Allergic reactions, sinus allergy reactions, just a bunch of reactions. Not good reactions. Okay? But anyway, I was feeling some type of way. I was really feeling some type of way because I was like, man... I don't know if this is going to be a good enough resume. You know, I'm not a professional. You know, this is like, you know, it's been a minute since I had to write a resume or even submit a resume. Like, I didn't even have to submit a resume 
Yes, I did. I did have to submit a resume to to um to be a substitute teacher. But it's been a while. You know what I'm saying? I still have that job. It's been a minute. You know, the last time I submitted a resume was 2017 at that point. So, it's 2021. So, it's like, it's been a minute. So, I was like, man, I wasn't confident. So, that Tuesday, I think, they hit me back with, okay, we'll schedule an interview. And that was the big boss, the CEO, hit me back with that. And I was like, oh, snap, I'm nervous. But let me get prepared. Let me figure out what I'm doing. So... That was, you know, the interview that I was going to. And that was the interview that took the cab forever long. Like we talked about, you know, in the last section. And once I finally got it together and, you know, got there. Finding out that it only took three minutes by car. By the cab. I wasted $10. Literally. But, and the cab was like, well, that was $10 you wasted. <laughs> and I was like, dang. Rub it in my face much? You know, goodness. But anyway, I got there for like two minutes to spare, I think. Two minutes. And I tried to introduce myself, but sometimes I'm awkward and I'm like confused and scared. So I was like, um, I'm here for the interview. So then the front desk, the the woman who's working for front desk was like, hmm? And I was like, oh, man. Like, what is this, a prank? What is this, not real? What is this, not the Boys and Girls Club? Like, what is this, wrong place to freak it out? So then she finally said, oh, let me get Mr. So-and-so. And so she got him. But then she hit him up, but he was busy. So then she was like, well, let me call Mr. So-and-so. And so the other guy came, and he talked to me. He looked around, seeing if it was busy. But anyway, we went through the interview, and I was sweating. I was freaking out. Like, we went through a pre-interview that we went through a real interview. The real interview was was crazy because when I first came in there through the corridor, I could see that there were a two level of stairs. So I'm like, bro, I'm afraid of heights. But it wasn't just that I'm afraid of heights. I mean, I can go up any regular steps and be cool. It was a, I'm a big girl. You know, I'm going to get windy going up there. Please don't let me have to go up there. I'm thinking, good, the interview's down here because I was the free interview. But that wasn't the real interview. So the real interview consisted of me having to go up the stairs and when I say one of the reasons why I was panicking is because I was out of breath and out of shape but I mean I walk everywhere so pretty much was good but it was also the anxiety of the interview and the anxiety of being afraid of heights like I really I don't think to this day I told them that one of the reasons why I was freaking out is because I am afraid of heights like I was so afraid that the building was gonna collapse because <laughs> I was up there I was freaking out like because the way the stairs are you can see the top part of the classroom like I don't know how to explain it then you go upstairs and you can see the top part of the classroom then there's like all this space and I was like oh oh god no no god no baby no I'm do a lot I don't like this I don't like it I don't like it I don't like it I was freaking out, man. I was freaking out. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I was freaking out. Like, like, I was having a legit moment. Then when I got up the stairs and I got <laughs> to sit down, I was trying to catch my breath. And you know, it's hard enough for you to catch your breath when you're freaking out, you have anxiety, and you have an interview. 
and then you're big girl, but then you have a mask on top, and it's like, it's like a bunch of breaths, and I was freaking out, bro. I was freaking out, like I was going through the motions up in there. So finally, we started doing the interview, and he started asking me questions, and I felt like I was answering questions. But I felt like I didn't get what they were asking me. They kept asking me the same questions over again. Basically, he was asking me in different ways. So, like, what do you love? What are you interested in? What do you want to do? The first time I've ever been at a job interview that asked me where I wanted to be and what do I like to do? And what do I care about? You know, that was the first time I've ever been there. So that's one of the things that I loved about that interview. But I just, I felt like I tanked it. Didn't know that my... Um, department head, manager, boss was going to be, my supervisor was going to be there just writing stuff down. He was, you know, liking the stuff that I, that I was saying. Like, I didn't know. I was just honestly felt like the fact that I was out of breath, tired, confused, and befuddled was just taking the interview. So we finished the interview. I kept it moving. I got done. I had to go back down the stairs, which I was freaking out. And I had to walk home because I could have waited for Henry. He was like maybe 20 minutes away, but I was just so ashamed of myself (laughs) for the interview that I just could not wait anymore. So I just walked home. I walked the majority of the way home. Luckily, Henry caught me and like at the last minute and drove me the rest of the way home. But it was just crazy. So... The crazy thing was, the first three days, I didn't get a call. Now, that weekend, me and Henry had went through just a rager. We had went through an argument. We was fighting. I thought it was over. You know, I didn't know what was happening. It was just crazy. It was crazy. I'm just being real. We was going through it. You know, but when you love someone, you just go through the motions. I was going through it, but I was calm about it. Because I knew that I was in a place in my life where... I have a job. Even if I don't get this other job, I have another job. My kids are fine. We have food. I have money. Like, honest to God, I'm good. Like, even if, you know, something happens with this, I have backup plan for my backup plan. And so I was just kind of like, cool. But I was like, look, if it's going to work, it's going to work. I love him. I don't want to be with nobody else. But I know I'm going to not date nobody else because I just, I just need to work on me. You know, and I was just, at the first time in my life, calm enough to accept that. <clears throat> so we went through the motions. Finally, that that Tuesday, I heard back. It was like a week after the interview. I heard back. Like a week and a half. I heard back. And that was like. It was I kind of lapsed the time, but it was like a week and a week that went by. Didn't hear from them. Then me and Harry moved to the argument, and then it was like three more days, and then me and Harry worked it out and made up, which we usually make up within three days. I'm just being honest with you, but it was crazy because my emotions was everywhere, um, and so I was just feeling some type of way. I really was like I was just going through it. So finally, I heard from them, and I even told Harry like, hey. They hit me up and they said I got the job as a part-time um, children's director or something like that, whatever they call it. Which is basically 
you know, the teacher at the Boys and Girls Club. And so I was like, cool. So finally, when I talked to the person I needed to talk to, they let me know that I was going to be in the art class. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. So when I came in for orientation and setting all that stuff up, you know, they showed, they, I did my papers and then it was like, okay, well, you need to go to talk to, to Mr. So-and-so. And he'll, you know, let's, you, you know, tell you, you know, what's good. So he told me, so I went down there and talked to him and we talked for a good 20 or 30 minutes after the whole orientation about, you know, stuff that he does. And I didn't know that he did a podcast to shout out to the sleepers soldier tv podcast shout out that's my boss shout out to him check out his podcast please 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 it's a dope podcast you're gonna love it um it's available on any platform platforms anywho so basically your girl was glad to get in okay but there were some things that happened that behooved me, you know, but I didn't see it. Because at first, when I first started working there, it was just fine. It was fine. It was fine. Like, I really loved it. I was really crazy. But then the first week, the second week after the first week, I got sick. No, first Friday got sick. <laughs> I was a little bit sick, but I really was like, I'm going to just shut this on keep moving. Franny got really, really sick. Then I got really, really sick. And it was just crazy. But I wasn't as sick as Francesca. So she got sick. And so I thought I was going to get fired for sure then. I thought I was going to get fired for sure then. But then he, like, was like, yo, it's fine. You good. I got you. And so I kept my job. That whole week I was out, I was sick. Freddie was sick. For those of you who don't know who Freddie is, Freddie's my daughter. She is nine years old. And so, um, she got sick and, you know, they was they worked with me. That third week was when we had a week off. I only had to came in I only had to come in for two days to plan for our classes. I think it was three days. But the rest of the week we had off. And so after that I was like, cool. But the week after that, when I came back, like, for real, for real, we had to, like, work with the kids. We had, like, a staff appreciation day. And I got a lot of notes, but I was sad because I felt like I was going to get some more. But I didn't because I forgot that I was gone a week. And a lot of kids felt like I was only there a week. (laughs) But I had been there for, like, a month. But the problem was, is that all that time had lapsed since I seen the kid. It was the time when I was sick. And then there was that week that we were off. <laughs> so it was like, when I came, it was like, oh, you know, even though you only been here a week, da, 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 boom, you know, we like you. And then I, I had so many notes. Like, I have it in my jar. Like, you'll see when I do the podcast videos from different, you know, areas and angles and rooms, I will, I'll have you seeing my little comment jar that I got from my girls and boys from the boys and girls club unfortunately on this next episode I don't think I'm gonna really have that with on this episode but we're going to fortunately fortunately and I just want to you know slide this in your DMs real quick um I'm working on an episode right now um I'm working on an episode um where it is going to be 
on YouTube so you can visually see it. There's going to be parts where you see on YouTube that aren't going to be on the podcast. The parts that are going to be on the podcast that you're not going to see on the YouTube. So you're going to have to watch both. And I'm also going to put it on the blog. So this episode is going to take a lot more work. It's not going to be freestyle. I'm going to have episodes that you're not going to get on the blog that you're going to get... In the podcast episodes that you're not gonna get in the podcast that you're gonna get in the vlog episodes that you're not gonna get on YouTube that you're gonna get on other places you know and so on and so forth so you're gonna have to watch all those platforms to really figure out what's going on there's gonna be even bits and clips on Instagram and everything so I'm working on this episode this episode is gonna take a lot more work so because it's a lot of research a lot of editing a lot of like recording and a lot of just stuff that I don't usually do with my regular episodes pretty much I'm just like flying off the cuff so this episode is hopefully within the next two or three weeks will be premiering but this is gonna take a lot more work because I need to do research I'm almost halfway done with it (laughs) but I have a lot more work to do I hope that by the end of next week I can give you an actual date and I said next week, I did say next week, because this week has been crazy. By the end of this week, I can give you the actual date of when this episode will be out, and you guys can catch it. I'm even hoping, because Franny's in a few of the little clips, um, I'm hoping you will actually be able to get Nas in this episode, too. So we're going to figure this out um, as we go along. Anywho, I'm going to take a short break because I am thirsty, and we're going to close this out. This is part two right here of my boys and girls club thing going on story time story time there we go story time (laughs) so i'm gonna take a short bristle and we'll come back at it what is good point 2.2 fm wall stocking podcast family i love you guys you are my beloved rainbow babes i hope you guys are great we are in part three of my story time about the boys and girls club okay so this is part three for those of you who really didn't listen to the whole thing which i mean i don't know how you got here without listening just skipping through but (laughs) but yeah essentially i told you guys about you know me wanting another job the things i had to do to get another job who i had to connect with and then getting the other job. And now we're at the point of talking about the actual job. We're at the meat and potatoes, if you will, of this. We are at the piece of the resistance. I feel like I said that wrong, but hey, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, guys, my beloved, beautiful rainbow babes. Working at the Boys and Girls Club is a beautiful blessing. I mean, it is. It's, 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 it's great. Like, it's kind of like working as a substitute teacher. And I've been an online ESL teacher. I've been a tutor online. I've been a tutor in real life. I've also worked at a daycare before, a couple of them. And it's kind of like that, but it's different. Um, It's kind of like the daycare because you create your curriculum. Um... But it's kind of like being a, a, a 
essentially a, just a regular teacher because you're creating the curriculum, you're getting the curriculum approved, you have your supervisor coming in and out of the classroom. It's kind of like substitute teaching because you do have a principal working in and out of the classroom seeing what's going on, the vice principal. But the difference is you're working off your own curriculum. And you're working essentially to make it as fun as possible for the kids. You are a babysitter for older kids. Um, We at the Boys and Girls Club, at our Boys and Girls Club, at this time, do kindergarten through fifth grade. Once the school year starts back, we are going to bring back the high school kids. But... Miss Toya, as they call me, and as my um, kid YouTube channel that I'm working on, essentially we'll be working on it, getting it straight together, are not, I'm not going to be there. I love my kids. I love my kiddos, my babes. They will always be my kids. But let's get into why I'm not going to be there. Um, When I first started... There were good vibes. Great vibes, actually. I love my boss. I love my manager. I love the teachers because of all the different things that they are, essentially. Um, I love the staff. But I realized that for me, I'm at a time in my life, kind of like a lot of the staff, where I'm passing through. I noticed that a lot of the staff have other stuff going on. Either they have other jobs Sorry. <laughs> they have other jobs or they have other hobbies or they have other goals after the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> oh, sorry. So I think one of the biggest problems is that I didn't realize that I was passing through to Because what I essentially started, it was just to be a a, a summer job. That's what my goal was. But I became entranced with the job. I love how my supervisor is so enthusiastic about, I mean, the vice principal is so enthusiastic about his job. Like, I do. And I fell in love with that. I fell in love with how the teachers were just so involved in their uh, curriculum. And... I fell in love with the kids. I mean, I'm still in love with the kids. And I fell in love with the love of things. But like you should know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So it's so easy for me to fall in love (laughs) with that type of stuff. I can't say that about a man, but I can sure as heck say that about people in life with their auras. And I want to cater to them and I want to nurture it and I want to be there. But then time revealed, like it always does, what is going to happen. And I felt that I could be here forever, but I also felt like, girls, it's temporary. But I wasn't quite sure. I just had to wait it out. There were things that transpired. People that I became close to that I fell out with. Not because I hate them. It's because the reality sunk in that we're in different places in our lives. When you're... A woman who has two kids already you're in a different place than people who are younger than you who don't have kids you're in a different place with people who have kids but are younger than you 
whether they're stepkids or their kids. You're in a play a different place when there are people who are older than you who kids are older or who have grandkids. And so I always felt like the odd person. I always felt awkward, but there were a lot of people in the group who responded to my personality and responded to my goals and responded to my hobbies. And so I really admired them, but I felt like this isn't the place for me all the time. Like I can do this now, but I can't do this forever. And it's not because of the fact that I couldn't stand the people. It was because I to this day feel awkward. Like I am a Capricorn. I am someone who was born January the 12th. So essentially I'm more so a loner. I love people. I do. I do. I do. I do. But I'm an introvert and an extrovert, which means that I, I love people enough to be more extroverted, but I lay back enough to be more introverted. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel your vibe. I Anybody, I don't care if you're my sister or my cousin, if I stop talking to you, it's not because of the fact that I hate you. It's because I saw something in you that was going to clash with my personality. I have a very small circle of people that I mess with on the regular IRL in real life. And so that's one of the things that I, I noticed is like some of the people that I was cool with, like my spouse was like, hey, you're going to be doing this all the time. I was like, no, I'm not going to because I know how I am. I know that I like it to be my squad. Like the people that stay with me, that's that's my squad. Like if you don't, you don't stay with me, you're not my squad. Like, like there's only certain people that don't live with me that would be part of my squad. My mom is one of them. No matter what we go through, that's my mom. You know what I'm saying? Adopted mom. She's still my mom. She's still she's still a part of the squad. She's been at my house enough to know, well, I've changed it around. It's been different since the renovations and changes and all the new stuff. But she's been at my house long enough to be comfortable here for a week or two or three weeks. I can't do that with everybody. I can't be that open with everybody, just to be honest with you. And so that's kind of how I felt at the Boys and Girls Club. Like, I love it. I especially love how, you know, my boss did a lot of work. Like, he accommodated me a lot, like, with the podcast, because he know I do podcasts, and he wanted to do it for kids. And I wanted to do it, too, but it was forever hard to find a time. There was always, like, background issues. And he was still trying to make it work. <laughs> like, you can, <laughs> like you keep trying to make it work. And I appreciate it. Like, he kept trying. He keep, he still. But I, I, I see where it was a lot of backlash with the staff. There was a lot of issues because of, it clashed with their curriculum. It clashed with their time. There was a lot of jealousy issues and backlash and drama. And it just, for me, just stopped becoming fun and happy and joyful like we had great moments although our podcast podcast crew our media crew we had great moments but i saw that there was a problem what one of the problems was some of the energy that i was getting with staff uh, i love them though like i love you just because your energy is off mine doesn't mean i don't have love for you uh, it was the energy that i was getting from the staff um it was also uh, just being able to do the podcast group, the media group. Uh, it was 
how our daughter was feeling because I could see that she really don't want to be there. She don't. She like it. She like the kids, but she misses home. Like there was a lot of you know comments of oh I just got home or da 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 da. And I thought essentially this was gonna be good for her. This is so gonna be something that she really liked because she's been doing this since March, but she's like really not feeling it. So we had a discussion where it's gonna end soon. So we're gonna see how this summer goes. But I honestly see myself leaving the second week of July. Like, the 16th. Like, for real, for real. <clears throat> and it's not because I don't love a lot of the people. It's because my heart ain't into it. Like, my daughter is the most important thing. I put all this work in to the job. And every time I turn around, there's obstacles. And it always seems like it's not fun no more. And it's sad because I love them little kids. And I want to provide them this service. But no matter what I do, it's just a lot of resistance, a lot of bump hesitation. Hesitation means you're thinking about doing it, but you kind of don't. No, I'm talking about resistance, stagnant uh, personalities, just inability to change. And it just feels like I'm always fighting a battle. And I just, I have enough to deal with. And then I come home and I, I'm so tired and so aggravated that I don't cook as much as I used to. I just give them quick meals. And I don't want my kids to be that way. Like, I want to be able to cook at least three times a week. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to do stuff with them. And I want to be able to do my own kids' YouTube channel with my kids. You know, but it's just hard because by the time I come home, to me, 630 is like 12 o'clock because... Freddie has to go to bed around 8.30 at the most. Because if she goes to bed any later, she's tired. Truthfully, she needs to go to bed at 7.30, 8 o'clock. But if I put her to bed at 7.30 after getting home at 6.30, then that means she eats for 30 minutes. <laughs> and then she takes a bath because she takes a bath forever. Like, forever. She be in there just having a whole good time. You know what I'm saying? She won't get time to do what she wants to do. And she won't get time to play. So I've had this discussion over and over with myself. And I've had my spouse say, baby, you're not doing this like you used to. And it was like, then it's like the constant walking, the stressing over the curriculum, the issues with the staff, and the constant moments of feeling some type of way. And then the moments, like, I'm not going to lie to you. If it wasn't for this job, I feel like I found my spark at this job to want to do more podcasts. Because I feel like lately I've been doing a lot more. It taught me that my voice is so important. Like, even with the issues with Harry, it taught me that I need to talk. I need to speak. I need to say stuff. I need to create. I need to make more content because it's so important to me to speak. It's so important for me to tell my story. Because I have a lot of family members who have never met me. Who might never meet me in person or never, you know, in this lifetime <laughs> or never meet me, you know, at this, <laughs> as my son said, in this climate. They might not meet me when I'm 35. They might meet me when I'm 45. They might meet me when I'm 40. They might meet me when I'm 43. Hell, they might meet me when I'm 36 or 38. And that's a long ways away. They might meet me in December of being 35. But that's still a long ways away. So I think about that. And I think about how important it is to share my story. To share my story and my kid's story and my spouse's story. Because, you know, 
the situation with their fathers, their biological. I want them to be able to see what their kids did and how they grew up. And so they have that, you know, because it's important to me. It's really important. So just my story is important. And I think essentially I learned that from being at the Boys and Girls Club. Like, I feel like I took it for granted, but I also feel like it taught me who I really am. How important it is for me to create something. How important for it is. Like, I feel like there's a lot of respect there, but it's also a lot of crazy things that made me realize my voice is important. Because I listen, because I have my boss and he'll listen to everything I say, even if it's just stupid. Like, sometimes I'd be saying something, it's like, girl, what, what are you talking about? It's ridiculous. But it made me realize how important my voice is how important it is for me to be heard how important it is for everyone's voice to be heard for them to tell their story i mean that's essentially why we know so much about our ancestors or people of the past why we know so much about the egyptians because they told their story because they told us who they were if we didn't have that we wouldn't understand our history we wouldn't understand how far we have came as civilization and so I learned that I'm thankful to the boys and girls club for that honest to God like it's a big blessing like for real for real I'm not leaving on bad terms in my personal opinion because I love them but my kids are more important I, I hope like, it taught me that I love walking. It's a stress reliever. <laughs> it taught me how I need to go to the gym. It taught me how much time I need to spend with my kids. It taught me that I need to only have one job. Come home and then do what I have to do. Like, usually I always like, oh, I need a side job. Or maybe I don't want no job right now. But I need a side. And it just made me realize, like, you just need one job. Because if you do more than one, you're going to be super busy. And you have to, I want to see my kids grow up. I don't want to be so busy trying to make this career that I can't. That's why I like to do the Etsy shop. And that's why I like to study real estate. And I want to, you know, do that from home something simple. And it taught me, because I was like, yo, I need to go back to school to be a teacher. I don't want to do that. I want to have flexibility. I want to see my kids graduate. Maybe 10 years from now when my daughter graduates from high school, I'll go back to school for that. But I don't want to be so busy to the point where I'm clouded. Like, I, you know, I just think about how busy I was when I was going to school and working two jobs or just going to school. And I just felt super overwhelmed that I'm at a point in my life where I think I do want to learn how to do real estate. I, I think I do want to be. I, do, I, I don't think it's going to overwhelm me as much. I think I do want to do something simple. Like, real estate is not simple. It's not. But I think I'm at a place in my life where that's where I want to go. Like, it taught me a lot. Like, being at the Boys and Girls Club, I'll forever be grateful. Every job that I've ever been at has taught me a lot. But I can't lie. I feel like it taught me either more than most or more than all. Honestly. I love this job for that. And I'm ready to move on now. I'm ready to go <laughs> to school for real estate. I feel like that's what I'm going to do. You know? When I turn 36, I'm going to work on my license now and then 
next summer. By next summer, I will be already studying for my real estate license. I think I'm going to do that when January starts, like after my birthday. That's my goal. And then I also want to study art <laughs> and be a teacher in art. That's my goal. But I won't be a teacher teacher until after my daughter is a little bit older. It just taught me that. I'm thankful to you boys and girls club. I'm thankful to every job. I don't care if it was Popeyes, McDonald's, you know, Crystals, uh, where else did I work? Uh, Whiting Develop Mental Center. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm thankful to all of you. I'm thankful to all the jobs that I didn't get. You know what I'm saying? I'm thankful because this job was a blessing. It is a blessing. I love this job. I'm not going to lie. It's just, I'm ready to move on, y'all. I'm ready to move. Like, at first when I was explaining it to my boss today, because I told him, like, I'm leaving, you know, and I was trying to figure out. But honestly, I'm, I'm thankful because it taught me I want to spend more time with my family. I want to do different things. I want to transition. Like, I'm just ready to go. So, guys, my closing statements are, if you love what you have, you have everything you need. This job has really taught me that I love what I have. I love my kids. I love my podcast. I love my infatuation with real estate. <laughs> I love being able to sleep late during the summertime. <laughs> I love being able to sleep late during vacations. I love being able to pick when I work or when I don't work. I love being able to be whole with my bed. Is whole when I do work as a substitute. I can get off at 2.30. I get up at 2.30, be home by 2.45, and still beat my bed coming home. I love that. Take a nap real quick, and then fix up some meat, and still have time. I can say, hey, I'm not going to work, but three days a week, or two days a week, and kill it still. I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? I just, I love that. So that's why I feel like this is my happy place. My family my creativity, being a podcaster, a blogger, a YouTuber. Like, I did a lot last year. But then I was like, well, I'm not doing enough this year. Then I realized I did a lot this year. I did a lot. I did a lot last year. A lot. <laughs> I did a lot this year. Like, a lot. And I'm thankful for that. Like, I really am. But I think the last two weeks, <laughs> I'm going to take my vacation. So, anyway, you guys... When I do take my vacation, I probably won't be doing a podcast. I'll probably have some air, but I probably won't be working on a project for those two weeks. But don't think that I don't love you guys. Until then, you guys, remember to wrap it up with a face mask. I love you guys so much. Thank you, all of my beautiful, beloved rainbow babes. Until next time, smooches. Peace. Thank you for listening to the 0.2.2 FM Walk Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice Shari, and your co-host, King Nas. We appreciate you listening, and we heart you, fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram, 0.2.2 Walls Talking Podcast, and our Twitter, Twitter Lily, Smooches, Peace. Until next time.